The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. That's right on a Monday. <laughs> Players' Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Heckma Harrison is here. Here I am. Barry Church, former Dallas Cowboys safety, is here. I'm back. Danny McRae, former Dallas Cowboys safety, is on assignment. I am mm. Newey Scruggs. So, bye week over, Cowboys 6-2. It is time to get ready for the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. <laughs> and I will tell you, gentlemen, when the schedule came out, said to myself, this is going to be real tough. I thought it was an L when it first came out. I didn't want to say L because it was coming off the bye week. So, you're going to have time to get ready mm-hmm. for this with Mike McCarthy going back to Green Bay where he won a Super Bowl, the last Packers coach to win a Super Bowl. And I said, you know, this – in church, I was going to get you to speak on this. This is when the players try to make sure they take care of their coach. Without a doubt. I mean, you, you know coming, you know – that your head coach, your guy, McCarthy. All right, he was he's done a long service of duty in Green Bay. Got a Super Bowl, did all that good stuff. And the way he exited, I mean, I don't think they were on the best of terms. Him and the Green Bay uh, organization. He took a year off in the lab, then he came down here to Dallas, and he's doing his thing. So as players. You already know. The coach ain't going to come out and say, man, you know what? I hate that. You know, they did me dirty. All this stuff. He ain't going to come out and say all that. You know, he's going to you know, let's go out there, do our work, do our due diligence, and we're going to go out there and get this W, guys. He's going to give the political answer. But deep down, each one of those players know we got to do this for McCarthy. We yeah. got to go out there and put on for our head coach who he has, you know, some bad blood with that organization over there. So we're going to put on for them, and we're going to go out there and get this W for the squad. So they have some added motivation in there. And on top of that, Green Bay is struggling. So I don't expect if Dallas gets up big in this game, I don't expect McCarthy and this offense, Kellen Moore. I don't. I don't think they're gonna let off the gas. I think they're gonna keep adding it up. Just keep pushing down on it. We're up twenty-one. Send them out there again. We're going up twenty-eight. We up twenty-eight. Send them out there again. We're going up yeah. thirty-five. I can fully see that happening come Sunday if Green Bay doesn't come to play. They embarrassed Mike. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, Mike won't say it, but I'll say it for him. They embarrassed Mike, and not only that, Mike had to stay in the town. Mm. and live with that embarrassment. He talked about it at the press conference. You know, he had to go have surgery on his knee, go to the rehabilitation center right next to Lambeau Field. Mm. Everybody know where you live, where you are, you know. <laughs> you, you, can't even go to, you can't even go to Whataburger. And I know they don't have one. But I'm just saying, you, can't, you, know, you can't even go to your spot. Yeah, you go to the grocery store. That's it. Can't even go to the grocery store. Hey, I mean, coach. You know, I mean, Mike. Mike, right? <laughs> yeah, that's embarrassing. And 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 I, I and for one, you know, you think about the pressure that Mike was on was was coming into this season on. He's coached his tail off, got his team to six and two going into the bye week. You know, I think relatively this team is getting a lot healthier. Mm-hmm. So in this game versus Green Bay, I, and I, man, I'm, I don't find any joy in what's going on in Green Bay right now, but. We coming into town, you know, uh, red hot right now. Offense found their, found a way, you know, and, mm-hmm. and defense is obviously carrying. And this this break came at a much-needed time for them to get healthy. And, man, like you, like you guys just said, if I'm Mike, I'm up by 28. Boy, I, I, I'm, I'm piling on. I'm, I'm doing everything. That I had. Kevontae Turpin, take one to the house. <laughs> see, see. <laughs> fake, punt, fake punt everything. Going for two everything. 
<laughs> the church. This the week he should have said they they up twenty when they get exactly. Up. This is this, 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 I said it. No, hold on now. Hold on now. See, whoa. I said uh-huh. it right the first time. I said it right the first time. We up by 20. The question is, you going to double down on that. We'll, we'll get to that in a little no, bit. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. That's tomorrow. Yeah, show. we'll get to that. We'll That's get to tomorrow. That. So we've got, we got time. We've got more time on that. <laughs> we got something we got to talk about anyway. Yes, yes. Because yes. <laughs> yes. somebody did something while you was away that oh. involved a tasty cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, yes, Philadelphia's yes. finest. Okay. It is Philly's finest. Right. His it other is. boys. His other boys. It, <laughs> it is. The. Um, <laughs> By the way, I, my fantasy I, want, team, I want full credit because I picked the Green Bay Packers to miss the playoffs Ooh. in my picks, preseason picks for the morning news, and I had Minnesota win the division. Oh, Kurt, dude, this division's wrapped up. That's over. But what, you, what did you ba- what did you base that assumption off of? Regression to the mean, sir. You yeah. had three straight seasons of thirteen wins, mm-hmm. and. That's a hard thing to do in this okay. league to keep on winning that yeah. uh, that oh, yeah. heavily. Uh, you also lost Devontae Adams, your, True your only legitimate mm-hmm. receiver, and replaced him with nothing. Mm-hmm. And to sit up here and say, "Well, okay, who's the who's the top guy now?" Alan Lazard. Nah, come on, man. He wasn't even the top two. So then you go go sign Sammy Watkins. Then you drafted some dude. I'm just said this. It doesn't work. Yeah. And your offensive line it hasn't. So I just look. You've you've. You've taken pieces away. You're sitting here and you're expecting Aaron Rodgers to just, you know, take care of everything. He's a quarterback. He's not a magician. I mean, these dudes can't play. So I just saw what was going on there. And then as much as I love Mike Zimmer personally, and I do, man, I loved him when he was here, it got old for him in Minnesota. Oh, fast. And Zim did not like Kirk Cousins. Just wasn't his kind of quarterback. He didn't like it. Mm -hmm. So you take Zimmer out and – how do I say this nicely? No, I'll say it. It's a play. It's a, it's a loud, did, we don't say, did we say anything nicely on no, this? No, not at all. What? When did that happen? Zim can be doom and gloom at times, you know, for guys. And, and mm-hmm. that wears on people after so many years. And they they wanted him gone. They bring in Kevin O'Connell, who who worked with Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. in Washington, who had a belief in Kirk Cousins. So right out of the gate, it's just a different dude, an offensive guy. People were happy. People liked being in the building. Um, so it was you could just from the time he was hired, you just kept hearing more more and more positive things. And I just thought that Green Bay regression, Minnesota having a fresh face, being able to – I thought they could win the division, and I did not expect Chicago or Detroit to be there. So it was really the competition there. Now I expect them to run away with it, but here it is. And we're sitting here now looking at Green Bay with five straight losses. This is a win that the Cowboys should get for Mike McCarthy, but more importantly get for themselves, which sets up a game between the Cowboys and the Vikings the mm. next week. It's going to be up a, in mm. Minnesota. Mm. Um, is it on primetime? No, it is not. Okay, all right. It, it should not. be. Uh-oh. It'll be <laughs> it'll be Kirk. somebody's game of the week, but but it will not be uh it, it will not be will not be primetime. The Cowboys next primetime game is the Colts. The Colts here we go. Oh, here we go. Yeah, they can't flex it. That's it. Here we, <laughs> okay. here we go. Hold on, hold on. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. All right. <laughs> All right. The Cowboys have only yeah. been flexed once since NBC got Sunday Night Football. Like flexed out of it, right? Out. And that was because it was a terrible team. Right. Yeah. I was a part of that team, and I think. No, you no, were not. Even at 15, no, we was 4 and 12. When Jalen Smith said, the owner ain't tripping while y'all tripping. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, Andy Dalton was quarterback. So that was it was that it was that team. Yeah, that was rough. But NBC 
will never flex out the, flex out the Cowboys if they're good. And right now, they're a good football team. They're good ratings. So they're not, right. You just know Cowboys. So now, now I did wonder. We discussed yesterday in the office. Could Cowboys in Minnesota be flexed into Sunday night? Because the Cowboys Colts game that's in December. So could could next week be flexed? Because now you're in that window right. where you can start flexing games. That'll be interesting. But I'm I'm assuming that Fox has protected that game. But maybe not because before the season you really didn't know what Minnesota could be. So I don't. That know game's that on CBS. I'm. Yes, CBS, I meant. Protected, because, yes, yeah. you're protected by guests. You're right, because that's what my producer told me. CBS protected the game. Which, CBS protects Cowboy games because they want them. They don't get yeah. them very often. So, um, thank you very that much for that, that correction. So, no, you're, you're going to send Nance and Romo on up there. And look, look, when CBS can get Cowboys, I mean, you notice they don't really have them at noon. When they get them, they put them with, so at 325. with Romo and Nance. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so this is now, you know, CBS locks into a, a really prime game. But, Jeff Saturday coaching against Mike McCarthy will be on NBC, baby. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Jeff With Sam Ellinger at the QB, right? By the oh, way, in case you did goodness. not hear, uh, Frank Reich fired as predicted by someone here. Someone here said Frank Reich will get Weeks fired. Weeks ago. You did okay. say that. Weeks ago. Yeah, Frank Reich fired, replaced by ESPN analyst uh, – Jeff Saturday. And high school football coach. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll play in that locker room. Like, what are you thinking right now? We got a guy I was watching on NFL Live. He's going to be my head coach? Coach, I'm hurt. Knee, my yeah. knee been hurt. Now I'm sitting. That's what you're going to tell him. And if you're a wide receiver, if you listen to what he's talking about, oh, he's run the ball, run the ball. You ain't getting no passes. Man, man. Mm. Well, not like it's, the quarterback they have can throw. Yeah, that's true, too. Okay. Running Sam Elliger that he can't throw, heck. Which nah, I mean, nah, this is a tough draw for, for this team. And from the ownership all the way down, the way that they're handling this. Um, I love it. I, I, I love it's, it's, just, it's so bad. It's so bad. The dysfunction is, like, real. And right after Ursa gets right fired, he's out, they just put a helmet up. It's just a helmet. You know, we've replaced our coach. And then the next thing you got is a picture uh, uh, come on now. I thought it was a joke at first. When I, I did too. I, did for I, thought, sure. I thought it was fake a joke. news. Oh, like, man, this ain't because, real. Because, you know, Ursay plays like that on Twitter. Yeah. He'll play like that. So I thought, oh, okay, he's playing. It's <laughs> a joke. Um, hey, man. Has fine. that ever, and my question is, has that, in my, in my, and I've tried to find that, that, has that ever happened before? An interim coach from outside of the organization, someone that it has not been coaching. The thing is for me, like. College football is the only time I can think of it. They, okay, so, I mean, I think, I think what really got, kind of ticks people off is this the Rooney Rule. Uh, it, not even that. I mean, even if you're a coach on the staff, you're thinking to yourself, like, damn, nobody around here that has a, a pulse for what's going on with this team could have been the interim coach for then you to possibly bring in Saturday if he's your guy. Let's just say Saturday comes in, he has any success. You know what's going to happen next. He's going yeah, to be the coach. Yeah. All right? But then all of these other guys are out. To me, I just feel like for um, – for the powers that be uh, in, in the NFL, like, come on, guys, you got you have got to do a better job of trying to save face in situations like this. You're not even trying. Mm -hmm. I mean, this weekend, this Saturday, I was looking at uh, college football, and Cadillac Williams is the interim coach of, of Auburn. Young black Ooh, Cadillac running Williams, back, running back, yeah. Cadillac Williams, uh -huh. one of the best running backs they ever play at at Auburn. Mm -hmm. That's saying a lot, right? But then you see this young man coaching. 
That's the face of that should be the what you should be looking for as far as this inclusion and all this. Mm-hmm. Man, this this is a joke. This is a joke to me. Heck, I'm gonna push back a little bit here. Push. Because because I've heard a lot of people talk about uh the Rooney rule on this. Rooney rule does not apply to interim coaches. Okay? Does mm-hmm. not apply. And when you talk about getting fair chances to be a head coach. This is the organization that hired Tony Dungy exactly after Tampa Bay let him go, won a Super Bowl with him. Tony Dungy retired. They promoted Jim Caldwell, black head coach, went to the Super Bowl. So Jim Irsay, SMU graduate, um, as far as I'm concerned, if people want to point the finger, talk about whether or not you hire black, he's done it. Mm -hmm. He has done it. And had success. Now, would you be wise to bring Jim Caldwell back? I would say so, but – when people want to point the finger at, at, at the Colts and talk about diversity, I'd say, hey, hey, this is a man who's showing you that he's been more than willing to hire black head coaches and had some success with I just feel like this organization, all they do is kind of kick the can down the road. Maybe, you know, I'm going to blame Wentz. You know, I'm going to blame Matt Ryan. Now it's Frank Wright. Now we're going to bring in Jeff Saturday. Like, who, 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 who is the guy behind those two guys? Frank Wright. Frank was Ryan. Okay, yeah. then you got to pay. Right? He's out, he's out if, the building. If, if Heckman sit up here and says, hey, Barry, you should hire Newey, and Newey comes out to be a dud, you be looking at Heckman. Yeah. But what about the team? What about Ballard? You can't. Now, that's a fair question. Because he's the guy that be brought in Matt Ryan. That, now, that is, a fa- in that, is a fair qu- that is a fair question. But he's a liked guy. And you know how it is in this league when you like. It ain't what you know. It's who you know. And, and I, I will give you, I appreciate that, with what you're saying about Ursay. But when the dysfunction – when you hire someone from outside, he's an insider. He's a royalty there. But uh, to, for, by the guys that's in the locker room, he's an outsider. Yes. So what connection do they have? And they, he hadn't been there for OTAs. He hadn't been there for training camp. He hadn't been there for anything. He's been there in a consultation I role. I agree. And so the coaching staff that's there already, I mean, and you know these people have families. I mean, they're all Man, they listen to these podcasts mm-hmm. just to find out how we think about coaching staffs. Man, that, those guys have got to be – Talking amongst themselves like, what in the hell? What do you have an assistant head coach for? You know what I mean? Like, you got all these what? people around, and you bringing in my guy from what? ESPN? I, I had a problem with that. This is failing miserably. Honestly, I, you kind of love the – I'm telling you, man, sports right now is pretty dang cool. You think about – You love the messages. Oh, <laughs> Okay, yes, I do love the mess here. TMZ news. Between, between the, the Brooklyn Nets, okay? Oh, man. Brooklyn Nets saying, hey, we're going we gonna to hire this dude that the Celtics said they suspended. We're going to bring him in here. We're going to fire Steve Nash. And now you got Jim Mercer saying, I was watching TV the other day. I had a conversation with Jeff. You know, I really like what Jeff had to say. You know what? Why don't you come up here and run this thing for us, man? You, know, you, you, were like, you was a good high school coach. One state championship. Come, come on. You know how, what hard it, how hard, hard can it be? be? You got to admit, man, this is this is, I, I enjoy doing this. It's good for TV, but the players in the locker room right now, they're mad. They mad as all hell. What, what can Saturday bring to this organization that can turn us around? You haven't, like you said, you haven't been there. He hasn't been in the trenches with us, gone to war with us. Like, I, you know, it's from the outside. You don't know the inner workings of of what's going on. God's personality, all of those things, man. And and look, it just seems like it's. It's, it's a joke to me to do it that way. That's that's the only thing. I guess that's what I'm saying. You know, uh, I want guys to get an opportunity, and it's the fact that guys are not getting the opportunity to even be that. You know, that's what that's what it is. Honestly, me. okay, and this becomes another pet peeve of mine. When you do get the job, like Steve Wilkes got it in Carolina, be you know to be the interim, it's it's trash. You set up a failure. It's man. trash. You know, that's what you normally get. So. Pfft. 
fine. This thing's on fire. Let yeah. it be on fire. I want Let's my name. Let's throw Lovey Smith in there. Yeah, right. I don't want my name attached to it. You know? <laughs> I mean, don't love you know? me up in there. Somebody get Lovey on the phone. <laughs> Hey, Marvin Lewis, are you available for interviews? Damn. Herm Edwards is Herm. just fired. Herm, come on. We played to win the game. Herm, so, get us right, man. Well, Herm, right, why so, never to do so, it? So. Yeah, right, right. So when, you, when you're black and you get the interim head coach, what is it? It's, it's been blowed. The ship been sinking. No, I don't want this. Nah, bro. What's all this water? Right. Right. You said you wanted an opportunity. Right. There it is. Nah, this ain't it. Right, right. No, man, take hey, that. Go on, Jeff Sadek. That's work, man. Oh, man. Go on, take, the, take this. Take this. You going out to answer these questions for this foolishness. Oh, you know, oh, a cat like Williams. Really, you want to coach Auburn right now? I wouldn't want it. No. Yeah, not this, right now. This thing is trash. I don't want this thing. <laughs> Give it to me now. I'm just trying to get in here in my little meeting. Hey, guys, everybody hang together, you know. But, no, now you got to run out here and answer for it. Mm, now, mm, mm. the last guy who did it successfully in terms of, of, of handling a messy situation was Dusty Baker. Hey, man, here the Astros accused of cheating and all this kind of stuff. Hey, Dusty, you come out here and take these slings and arrows for these guys who were cheating and you had no parts in it. I was, I would, and Dusty – I was. Happy to see him win. Yes, sir. I mean, I don't like Houston. I don't like the Astros at all. Sorry, Danny McCray. But I was happy for Dusty because it's like, hey, man, how do you get the job? Normally when you're black, it's trash. Hey, handle this mess. (laughs) Got a mess? Call a black man. Come on in. (laughs) Hey, guy. Come on. Here's your shot. Look at my boys down in Houston, okay? You got Dusty had to take it over. Now you got Lovey. No, before Lovey, where was the other black dude? Like, hey, Deshaun Watson was like, man, I want Eric Beanie. Oh, they were like, no, that. we don't even know his name, yeah. man. Like, skip brother, you had to check. Is he really black? So you had to see. You had to do a background check because he was so light-skinned. Looking like one of Thomas Jefferson's kids. And then we put him out there. He, he got a year. He got fired. And he said you had to check him. Though. So that was the Texans. The two, right, two black coaches they got. They can't win nothing. Them dudes are getting fired. Oh, then he got Houston, the Rockets. Man, they're going to bring out my boy Steven Silas, man. That's everybody. And Russ said, oh, Lee, I'm leaving. James Harden quit on the team. He won out. Get Silas on the phone. So, Right, right. Silas, you, it's, it's yours, guy. You got an open it. Right. One black coach. Here he is. This team's oh. straight, straight for the lottery, man. So, oh, no. Man. Jim Orsay called me. Nah, bro, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You call me afterwards, okay? I'll take the interview after the season ends, man. Sitting there oh, running in these messes. Man. Good luck Saturday. Good right. Luck. They're like, well, you know, he tried him as interim coach. They lost every game. He's not real good. Nah, nah, bro. The team was trash. <laughs> I got Sam Ellinger. What do you want me to do? I'm a coach. Much. I'm not a magician. Sam can't play. Oh, man. So, but Jim Irsay, man. The, the guy has the, – the, the guy hired Jim Caldwell, Tony Dungy, went to two Super Bowls, so we can't point the finger at him and say, hey, this is a guy who who's not tried to uh, – you know, who's not done his part for the mm-hmm. Rooney Rule in terms of hiring people of color, so he, he has done that. Uh, let's get a break in here. Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. It's his status. Man. Talk about Zeke going up to Green Bay. He had the bye week off. Is he ready to go? I'll tell you what head coach Mike McCarthy had to say about it next. With Heck Harrison, Barry Church, I'm New Scruggs. This Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim blended without added sugar. 
Smoothie King. Rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back to the Players' Lounge. Two icons one night. Music legend Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks will perform at AT AT&T Stadium on Saturday, April 8, 2023. Tickets will go on sale Friday, November 11th at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. So, Barry. Yo, what's happening, man? The show goes on. The show goes on, man. We had to send send Nui out to get some some cold water, man, because he was a little hot. He was a little hot. Hey, man, close the door on your way in, man. We on the air, man. Watch what you say. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, hey, he's a touchy subject. Hit a nerve, huh? Just a nerve. Coaching game is hijacked, man. You know what it is. (laughs) Coaching game all the way hijacked. Okay, so all I right. just I just read a uh, read about Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks being in town on on April eighth. Hey man, that is uh, is it April eighth? Yeah. Okay, and the tickets go on sale. Should be like November eleventh, like Friday yeah. coming up here. Yeah. Okay, I'll be buying. A, I'll be buying. Some Come on, man. Stevie Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel. Yeah, I'm not a big Stevie Nicks fan. Um, outside of that one song she's got, um, but but I do love. Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Piano man. Yeah. Gotta yeah. love piano man. Gotta come on, man. I'm just trying to put you in better spirits, dog. Hey, hey, look, I'm in good spirits. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just, I'm just making, like I said, man, the game, coaching game's hijacked. So, um, I'm just, look, I'm happy for Jeff Saturday. Former Tar Heel, good luck to you. Uh, boof. Enjoy them meetings. <laughs> Enjoy those meetings. Mm. I'm talking to Jimmy Johnson later on this week. And I'm going to, I think I'll be asked Jimmy about that. You know, what, what is it like to step into a room? Where these aren't your people, 
when he, Jimmy left Oklahoma State and went down to Miami, that's what happened. They basically made him keep a lot of Tom, um, uh, Howard Schnellenberger staff. Yeah. And it was friction. And after that first year, he ran a bunch of guys off. And he said, I'm never going to go somewhere where I don't have my guys. So I can't imagine Jeff Saturday. I mean, it's not like you sitting up here coming and you bringing anybody with you. It's a bunch By of yourself. dudes. We're looking at you like, yeah. who was you? Right. That's all it's going to come down to. Right, right. So so good luck to them. But Which, which I will come <clears> back into this. Makes me really appreciate what Mike, Mc, Mike McCarthy has done. I have got a better appreciation more and more for what Mike has done in this organization and, and the stability that they have had. Uh, after that first year when he got rid of Mike Nolan, and, and I, thought, I thought he had a really good point. You heard the press conference today when he talked about, hey, I sat out a year. I got a lot of advice. I got some good advice, he said. And some bad. And frankly, there was a lot of it that I shouldn't have listened to. Mm. Mike Nolan being one of them. I can do it. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Boy, this defense looking crazy. Right, right. And, and so you see now what he has done. And you just look. All right, Matt LaFleur right now with Green Bay. Who are they facing this week? Man, that's some problems right They're there. They're struggling. Not only are they struggling, his decision-making is really being called out left and right about what's going on here. So, um, But not just him, though, New. It's a, we've seen a lot of bad decision-making in the NFL this year. Epidemic, I mean, it, bro. Look at the Chargers. I'm just saying, the char- the char- oh, wait a minute. They're, 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 the post, they're the poster child, yes. all right, for bad yes. decisions. But even like, I mean, the, the game, uh, the Rams versus Tampa Bay, you have to, I mean, what what, what is what are the Rams thinking? What is McVay thinking? It's downright terrible. Yeah, what, what are you doing? You, you know, ain't going to get some slap. You're going you, against Tom Brady. You're going against Tom. What are you doing? And you just going to let him march down with 42 seconds? But yeah. you got to remember, on, this is a guy who would have lost the Super Bowl if the dude on the other side who used to be his assistant was as bad as he was. Yeah. I mean, that, that offense, I mean, Mr. Guru in the offense, there was not a lot of offense in there in the Super Bowl. I mean, this guy kept running and finally his own assistant was like, hey, dude, we're going to have to throw. Why? And, and then, then, then it was just a coup. And then basically Stafford, like, all right, whatever. Hey, coop, me and you, we're going to go down the field yeah, and win this it. thing. Yeah. But I loved how Jalen Ramsey called him out. Yeah. Called out the – because hey. Steve Weiss of NFL Network said, how did you feel about you know, having to go out for that last drive? It's like, we shouldn't have had to be out there. Nah. Which is him saying, guru coach, Mr. Offensive Genius, should have run out the clock. That's your – was it buck 44 whatever they got right. the ball? I mean, come on, man. It's just all them gurus, something you know. They always think, you know, oh, I'm smarter than the game. Look at look at shows that Shanahan with Atlanta. All yeah. y'all had to do that second, twenty eight to three. All y'all had to do was just run, run out the, the clock, and, and it's a day. You got yourself a yeah. ring. Yeah. Well, Same with McVay. But then Shanahan didn't learn when he got to the Super Bowl himself. Oh, he did point, it again. Did yeah, it ten again. point lead against Kansas City. He did it again. They're they smarter gonna, than the game. We gonna stop running. We we're gonna we're gonna let Jimmy G throw the guy who I guess it was the NFC champion threw like what. 12 passes? No. Right. Hey, Jimmy, go. Go, Jimmy, go. Miss wide open. Miss, oh, Miss Manuel saying wide open would have won the game. Manuel Sanders is still running. Mm. Yes. <laughs> to this day. Right. <laughs> wide open, too. Call. Nobody around him. So, but, but, yes, you are correct. Cleveland's coach makes some crazy decisions out there. Mm. John mm-hmm. Harbaugh, what you doing? John Harbaugh lost three games by himself. Yep, absolutely. Blowing leads. Blowing leads, Blowing man. leads. Oh, how about Josh McDaniels blowing three 17-point leads with the Raiders? Before, before him, the Raiders organization – 1960 had only blown five yeah. in their history. This dude's He's got three. three. No. They want to make sure their stamp is so on the there, game. There is some bad, and they're all offensive coaches. I had this, yeah. I had this, had this not an argument, debate with somebody, and, and, it, and I got it from Rick Goslin, longtime NFL writer. Like, if you're going to hire a guy these days, hire somebody who's got a defensive background. Because too many of these offensive guys, especially the ones that have the quarterback background, they just want to throw, 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 throw. And but the, the decision-making process <clears throat> is really one that weirds you out. I mean, the more of these games that you watch, obviously, that, to your point, like, 
How do you make that decision when you know when you come back to this, <clears throat> guys are telling you, like, dude, if you if you just run the ball, right. you, you're gonna so run right. the clock or, out. Or the other one, how about kick the field goal? Whoa, mm. that's a strange phenomenon. Mm. Wait a minute, We're not doing that. you see what we did here? What was that what was that last week? Yeah, or two weeks ago when when they had a decision to go for it, Mike was like, Nah, man, hold on, Kelly, we go back this. But that was but that was, out and did it. Yeah. But that was, I think, that was a moment for everybody at first with with McCarthy, where they said, Okay, you could see that's. I don't want he, – he's, he's coaching the league for 29 years, so that's not maturity, but that's just him saying, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, hello, we're going to call timeout. We're not going to go for it here. We're going to kick a field goal. And I think for collect, all of the fan base took a collective breath together, even though there's so many people that believe in this analytics oh, stuff. And, and, again, those same people are the same ones that were hired for these young offensive-minded mm-hmm. coaches to get these jobs. And then when you're sitting there watching these guys on the job, like a guy out in San Diego or, you know, right now – you, 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 these are head scratches, you know. But then you love to see guys having success as well. As much you dump on the young ones, what about the guy in Miami? I'm like he's doing his thing. He doing his thing. Black head coach. Oh man, yeah, they, 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 we had to find out. Thomas Jefferson. They brought it out. They were like, "What? Yeah. Man, he never said <laughs> we nothing. Man, he never said nothing about it. Yeah. <laughs> they asked him at the press conference. Uh, yeah, yeah." <laughs> I guess. I, said it, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say that. I, no, heck, my, I believe in analytics. I do. I believe in analytics. But I also believe in just good old-fashioned common sense. And I go back to that Mike McCart that gets Detroit. You're getting down there. You're inside the five. You can't, you can't get the momentum you want. They're about to go for it. McCarthy calls a field goal. Nope, nope. Send Maher out there. If you were watching the game, you saw the Lions had a bye week off. These guys were fired up. They're ready mm-hmm. to go. They're here it was in Jerry World. Like, okay, we, we're you know we ready. Man, you need to go ahead, just tie this thing up, kick it off, let your right. def- let your defense go out here and play. It's you don't have to start going for things in the first quarter. Mm-mm. I'm watching this and I'm shaking my. I was watching the TCU game. I was at the TCU game on oh, Saturday, God. and I'm sitting around here. It's don't a it's either. another fourth down inside the twenty. No, we're going for it. Kick the field goal. The points. Take the points. Take the points. It's a long game, especially if you like your defense. Go out there, man. Get some points and go. For the life of me, I do not understand this desire to to. And then they want to blame it on analytics. By the way, now if I'm an analyst, if I'm if I'm involved in, I mean, and I don't get, don't put that on me. <laughs> That's the guys at PFF. <laughs> oh man, I can't stand. Don't PFF. don't put that on but me. But there are some people that live by PFF. You ain't lying. You know, and I guess in a lot. And my stance on PFF is people always use it when they want to win an argument. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you and then PFF Pro Football Focus said, you know, but we, sometimes the numbers are skewed and they don't make any any sense from an eyeball perspective. You know, when you start talking about uh, uh, Zeke's passing grade, his his grade in blocking, he's failing. Like everybody knows, Zeke is saving the game mm-hmm. with with his with his blocking. You know, but PFF says he's poor. I, I, I once again argue with with Rob Parker and Chris Bussard over at Fox Sports Radio about how they feel like the the carries need to be be distributed more towards Tony Pollard. And I bring up, you know, the pass pro ain't good, right? Yeah, you'll get that kill, right? 
Right? What like, you going to do? Did they put into account, like, Zeke running the football, wearing a defense down? Like, Tony Pollard coming in there, fresh legs, hitting the hole at 100 miles an hour when the defense was used to hitting the hole when Zeke was coming in at 80 miles an hour. They don't put that into any – they just see these explosive plays and they're like, that guy's better. Yeah. Nah, man, there's a whole thing that comes into it. And, and thank God I, I believe that that Mike McCarthy doesn't buy into that narrative. Nah. I think I think he's – you talk about somebody that's not listening to the outside noise. It has to be him because every week the narrative changes from Cooper Rush needs to be the starting quarterback for the rest of the year. And, whoa, Tony Pollard? Forget Zeke. You don't need <laughs> We got Pollard. Now, when he first got here, I think he was. Absolutely. Yeah. I think he was. Yeah. I think he was trying to, oh, let me change. I'm this, I'm that, and that. Um, you know what? C- common sense works. I-, I-, I go back into this. Brian Dayball is doing a really good job with the Giants because he doesn't do dumb things. He actually has gone off the Belichick tree. Like, you know what? I'll let you guys beat yourselves in a lot of the ways. So when you have these coaches who want to go for it on fourth and four, want to skip field goals, you're just hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. Dayball knows his team is limited, and they've got some warts here and there. But, man, he's just – they're playing – they know who they are. They play sound, fundamental football. And it, you know what? They're going to let you do something dumb. Yeah. And they're winning games. Bill Belichick has won three Super Bowls because the other dudes did something dumb. Mike <laughs> Marsh decided not to run Marshall Falk, even though he's Offensive Player of the Year. Lost the game. Then you watch and watch, hey, we're going to let Russ cook. Russ, Russ threw an interception at the one-yard line. Belichick Cooking. wins the Super Bowl. You had lynching the 28-3 on our guy Dan Quinn. Kyle Shanahan wants to sit around here and throw and be aggressive when he didn't need to. Three Super Bowls based on, you know what, I'm going to let you guys go beat yourselves. Yeah. Mike McCarthy realizes he's got a good defense, and you heard him come out there to press conference a couple of years ago. Hey, we're defense. We are a defensive football team, and this is the way I want to play. And they're living up to it. So going back into Zeke and Tony Pollard, this plays into what they want to do. You've got a good defense. Don't leave him out there for forty minutes. No, Mm-mm. don't do that. And so, um, by the way, Zeke Elliott not practicing today. They're going to see how he progresses during the week. I was in the locker room, and Zeke spoke about how you know we're going to see where it goes, and. It's an interesting one. Do you play this week? Do you save for Minnesota? Depends on how bad that injury is. Right. Depending on where you're at here, if it if it comes close, okay, if it gets down and it's close, do you say, hey, take the week off, Malik Davis, you're up here one more time, Tony Paul, let's go ahead and get this thing done. Do you, know, do you do that so you can – because he spoke about we want Zeke fresh. We want him for the mm-hmm. end of the year. Is this another – so now you're giving this guy three weeks off and then you try and get him ready for Minnesota. I mean, it's just a thought process. Is this a tease or are you getting ready to break us right now? I'm getting ready to break right now. <laughs> I'm ready to break right now. You know, you know where I'm going. So I just want you guys on the flip side. When we come back, I want answers from Barry Church, from Heckma Harrison. I'm going to this is Plays Lounge brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right, it's not there. He escapes left, he'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. 
With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just ten bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com/cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com/cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, ten bucks. Free shipping. It's Smoothie King's original Angel Food and New Angel Food Slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups, so you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic Angel Food or the New Angel Food Slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Back to the Players' Lounge. Tis the season for Dallas Cowboy Holiday Youth Camps presented by Invisalign. Register for one-day football and dance academy camps are now open. Don't miss your chance to send your athlete to camp at AT&T Stadium on December the 20th and 21st. Register today at DallasCowboys.com academy and use code Xmas25 to get $25 off, and that's X-M-A-S, 25, to get $25 off. Mm. Okay. Okay. You all right, man? I'm just saying right now, okay. when, you, when you said Christmas, it made me think. Because I, I did this paper in class okay. on the supply chain and Dallas Cowboys and merchandising. If you have a Cowboy fan in your house, and you think about Black Friday, you know, they got, what, three games coming up in like 12 days here? Yeah. You better secure your merchandise. Because <laughs> if this team is sitting up here at nine wins, ten wins. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to want – Right, they're going to want cowboy stuff for Christmas. Yeah. Flying off the show. Mm-hmm. You know, it, hey, it man. It happens every every year. I mean, this is the mm-hmm. thing. I know you got some year. more stuff laying around, man. Bring it on through, man. You know. Yeah, I, bring man, it on through. Bring it on through. You know, I, I'll take it. Hey, I want to tell y'all brother something, man. My Christmas tree already up. What about I y'all? I've seen that. You saw that? I, I got my Christmas tree up. That. Let me tell you something, Newey. Listen, you, I refuse to look at Christmas ornaments on Valentine's Day. So I got an experiment going on in my house. And I'm like, if y'all can look at this stuff for three months, it's beyond me. Okay. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm done with it. Now, well, there's some people on our street who already have their stuff. <laughs> already got the lights up. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Is that the standback tree? The standback tree is in the office. Okay. Yeah, the standback tree is in the office. I I, I am uh, yeah good good for those folks. So uh, yeah, man, man we starting early. I just I just want to know hey, if they can look you. at it for three months. Hey man, man. good good for you. I, I know. <laughs> the most I did for Christmas is I ordered three poinsettias because my kids' choir needed you know their fundraiser. So I was okay, like, buy a wreath or some poinsettias. I'm like yeah, you said it's poinsettias. That's what it is. I've been saying it wrong for no, my whole oh, life. Oh, oh, hey, I'm not trying to sit up here thinking oh. I got it right. Okay, what I'm about calling it. Poncettas? That's what I call it. That ain't it? That ain't it. I mean, oh, wait, 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 whatever it is. I mean, I'm not sitting up here saying okay. it. Okay. Come on, man. Hold on. The whole time. I was going to point it. Anyway, I, just, I, bought, I bought, I think, a two, two red ones and a white one to throw in the house. So I'm going to be like this, too. No, no. 
I got my country grammar going on. I know. Come on. My country grammar going on right now. Yeah. Is, is this what we're going to be doing right now? Hold on a second. I got to do this real quick. Go ahead, guys. Poinsettias? Yeah, no, you guys talking Christmas, so I like yes. to Christmas music. Come on, on. Man, And we got, so church, uh, you know, they, they got the little holiday thing they do here yes. at the start. Mm-hmm. Church, are you going to roll out there? Is, is uh, one of the light up the No, tree? they got to have, they got nah, a couple days with church. Probably not, you know, I'm, you know. Oh, so, that's a nice drive. You know, that's a distance. But well, that's a paid right gig. I mean, he oh, no, no. Yeah, if they pay me to do it, I mean, he rolled out the building. Don't get me wrong. If they pay me, I'm we know, you, We know how he rolled. <laughs> this man needs a check. Everywhere I go. Man needs a check. <laughs> Ain't nothing free in life, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to when I board the plane uh, Saturday at Green Bay on American Airlines if they got Darren Woodson out there one more time. <laughs> they going to have you been there tomorrow. So I went to Kansas City and if D- D- Woody and some cheerleaders were right there at the gate. And you know, I said, boy, it's Saturday. I know that check was good for you. No he smiled. <laughs> he smiled. <laughs> he flashed it. You know it was good. Hey, hey, I'm not mad at you. Being a Cowboy alum is a good thing for you, man. You, you stay in the good graces for the, for the team. Don't it's burn any thing. bridges. We, we don't experience you. any of that here, Heckman. But hey, I'm happy for you, Church. I appreciate it, man. So I, hopefully you get to light up the tree uh, when they do that that Christmas extravaganza here. Um, so Malik Hooker, Sam Williams, they spoke in the uh, in the media session today. Both men said that uh, they're, they they're, they're going to be good to go. Hamstrings are what they've been dealing with, so they'll both be good to go to uh, travel right on up to Green Bay. And if this defense is healthy, they can make life tough. Uh, I saw Bakhtiari. Uh, when the offensive, their, their you know, best offensive best lineman in the past yeah. past five years, he he left the game. Uh, it, th- there's no excuse at this point in time not to go up there and get it up. You, you cannot know. fall in the trap for this game. I mean, you know, you know, it's tough in Green Bay. They trying to throw back the yard touchdown passes oh, yeah. against the. Like, what are you doing, man? And Aaron Rodgers, he throws three interceptions, one off the top of somebody's head that just bounced up in the air. I'm like, the guy is struggling. <laughs> But to me, Green Bay's problem was they thought, all right, we, if we can get Aaron Rodgers, that solves everything. We, yeah. we good. That's all we need as a quarterback. You know, we can throw five guys in from New Hampshire at receiver, and we'll be good because we have Aaron Rodgers. Right, right. And that's just not the case this year. I mean, but it goes it goes both ways, man, with that. And and Aaron Rodgers has, for years, been able to do more with less. I mean, that's, that's not – Take away the fact that he had one of the best wide receivers. He had Devontae, which obviously he cultivated into one of the best wide receivers in the National Mm -hmm. Football League. But when they had an opportunity to make their team better, they went out and got a quarterback. I mean, that's, that's not – and he's yeah. made and he's made life a living hell for them ever since they did that. Yes, and then has. they went out and gave him this big – they gave him the big, this big contract. And I don't think anybody's actually crying for Green Bay. And Aaron Rodgers brings a lot of this pressure on himself <laughs> with some of the things that he says off of the field. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, the, it's a lot of stuff with him right now. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you cannot deny the talent that he has. You can't deny some the numbers that he has. But it, it just trips me out, man, being as – elite as he's always been. He only has one Super Bowl. Then I'll let people know how hard it is to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I think, as to your point about this defense, they've got to be in a situation right now where they can't wait to get to Green Bay. It's going to be cold. It's going to be a defensive game. And as you talk about, is you know, what what is the probability of whether Zeke is going to play or not? This offensive line has got to feel good about this game. Like, hey, they're going to put it on our back, you know, and hey, mm-hmm. we can ride this thing out. And they, they went up against a pretty formidable uh, Chicago Bears defense, and hey, they, they made way. Cowboys five-point favorites in this one. And so five point favorites. Cowboys are six and two. So they win this game, they go to seven and two, and then they would travel to Minnesota to face the Vikings. The Vikings are seven and one right now. 
They are traveling to six and two Buffalo. Bills are seven point favorites in Still. Orchard Park, New York. Yes. I'm surprised. Even with with uh, Allen, you know, looking like he might be a little yeah. injured. You know what? I mean, you played the game yeah. coming off a, coming off a loss like that, and you back at home. I, I told you about that pixie dust. I told hey, you about. Be, it. Yes. I told you that so, pixie dust. So we could be seeing a. Seven and two Vikings team against a possible seven and two Cowboys team or in eight Minnesota. And one. Or eight and one. Right now they got some swag. With I don't, I, they I, got some sauce. I'm man. taking the I'm taking the Bills to win this one at home Ooh. after that embarrassing loss that they had to the Jets. I'm expecting the Bills to. And Vegas got them seven point favorites, man. I expect the Bills to win this game. Seven points, like on, on Minnesota. Man, dude, Minnesota they're struggling against Washington, bro. I don't know, man. That's at Washington. Washington, you know, I I don't the know, Jets, man. The Jets just beat the Bills. Division game. That's a division game. Here we go. But, but, but who's that quarterback? Zach? Zach the guy Wilson. that likes people's moms. What's, what's his Zach, name? Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, that guy, man. They went out, he went out there and beat him. <laughs> yeah. Stifler. Without, without who they made guy? Bryce Hall? They were, is, that, is that how we that's, that's sti- how we told I call it. him Stifler. Stifler from American Pie. That's <laughs> hey, hey. Stifler. I had your moms. All right? Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, let, don't, don't let your moms go around, my man. All right? <laughs> That's cold work. Yeah, Stifler quarterbacking Jets. He beat him. He, he beat went him. out there and beat him. Like I said, after that, I mean, Mary, you played in this league. When you go out there and you go win, lose a game like this, as you, yeah. you looked on the, the next week, and you back at home, hey, man, we need. To, that's when a good team, everybody looking at it, get your stuff straight and stop playing around. Stop yeah. trying to take these folks advantage. You know, Minnesota gonna come in here. They got a doggone prime time receiver. They got a run game. Don't mess up. Get, get your get your mind right. I mean, Vegas got him as a seven. Point that was surprised man. to me. Nah. Vegas don't miss too often. So, uh, anyway, I'm, I'm I'm very anxious about that because I'm telling you, man, I, I don't want to overlook Green Bay, but you've got a bye week. Mike's got a really good record at the bye week. I, I, I forgot to bring my notes on that, but he's got a really good record at the bye week. Okay. So I'm expecting them to go get this dub. The guys in the locker room uh, have all spoken about wanting to to to, to win for, for McCarthy this week. And, Hell yeah. And yeah, man. I, I just feel like they, they handle this and then, hey, Minnesota, Cowboys. I know Cooper Rush not playing last year. Cooper Rush gave him that work on Halloween, <laughs> handle his business. So, go, so I'm going to mess with Dak a little bit. Hey, can you do what Cooper did last year? Oh. Handle, handle the business? Can you do that? 315. Yeah. He did throw for 315. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So, mm. uh, And Dak, by the way, was in the locker room just chilling, having a good time. Um, you can see why he's so likable. But but anyway, I, I, I think Cowboy fans should feel good where things are at right now. And um, they, they should have a strong November. Okay, you got you got Green Bay, got Minnesota, then you got uh, Giants. the Giants for Thanksgiving Day, and then the Colts. You know th- these are man. well. That's that's December. You're right, but yeah. the first first week of December, and for years December was like, uh oh, it's December. Yeah, it's been a problem. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. so so you are now in some games here where you should be favored in all of them. Maybe not at Minnesota, but even if it is, it'll be what three. It won't give any more three points. In this but I gotta ask you guys. I mean, you you got an opportunity, obviously, you no know, Cowboy football on this weekend, just to look at other teams around the NFL. Did you say to yourself, just looking at these NFC teams, that this thing is wide open? Oh, it's wide open. It's wide open. You got to feel good. The Cowboys have got to feel good about where they are right now. At six. And no two. one scares you. Mm-mm. You're looking at it. What offense out there is scaring this defense and this and pass I'm not, rush? And I'm not naive enough to think that teams have ripened yet. I think there's still going to be a couple weeks before you see, like, okay, all right, they got that. Mm-hmm. You know, guys are coming back from injury or whatnot. But still, I just nobody in the league right now to my to what I, from what I've seen that I said, oh man, with that's. 
We can't beat that. Except for y'all other boys. Except okay, for y'all so other boys. We'll talk about them later. On the next episode, we you will see what they did, man. We'll I'm dive just saying, in. Y'all no. other boys. I'm just saying. Did love you bad. Next, <laughs> next episode, we will decide. Uh, we'll, we'll decide if, if, if oh, Odell Beckham Jr. can be that salt. Man, please. Oh, you said okay. what? We'll, on the next episode, we will decide if Odell Beckham Jr. can be that be that salt. That's your man. You've been you've been you've been McCarthy, saying it. McCarthy spoke about him today. Um, <laughs> man. Jerry Jones spoke. So we'll dive. In, we'll dive into it. I can't believe we. Heck, Harrison. <laughs> Barry Church. I knew his crush. ACL brothers out here. This my man, I can't is. Ben, the players live DallasCowboys.com radio. Say, bring the sauce. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,